What's up and welcome to Difficulty Class, a show where we gather around this podcast table in your ears and talk about some Dungeons and Dragons. Each week, we or a listener like you writing into difficultyclass at gmail.com come up with a topic, question, encounter, or anything else somehow related to RPGs, and we have some fun talking about them. I'm one of your hosts, Trevor Bettis, and with me this week is... Ali Deichman. That's right, and let's dive into our topics, because we got two this week. We're back to the two. Wow. We got two again. <gasps> oh my god. Jeez, <laughs> what's happening? Oh my god. Yeah, um, no, we've... Figured we got two topics here that uh, that could could fit nicely in. And the first one we're going to start off with is getting back to the table after the pandemic, which mm-hmm. is a wild thing to talk about because I still remember recording with you about like how how to play D and D separately for like you know a month or so <laughs> over a <Yeah>. year ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much like at this point, it's I've... weird. It's a weird thought. Yeah, we've been. We we not only like figured out how to do it, but we've slightly gotten comfortable into it. Um, mm-hmm. for the most part, <laughs> yeah. Like some people, I'm sure, have discovered that they flourish online. That they're like, oh, this is great. <laughs> My hand is raised. <laughs> <laughs> and then some people are like, man, I am just flustered, and that yeah. is me. <laughs> Well, and that's kind of like a nice uh, uh, dual thing to have here. Because, yeah, I, I know plenty of people who are like, I haven't played D&D during the pandemic because I can't do it online. It just, I, it doesn't register for me. Yeah. And that sucks to hear. That that sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, like, for, for those that are like me, where you're flustered, RPing is harder online, and just your tools that you usually you use are less accessible because you're using it for the computer. Um, mm-hmm. This is... This, you're 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 excited about this <laughs> yeah oh yeah 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 it's like but all the same time apprehensive <laughs> <laughs> yeah no absolutely yeah so it's like it's... like i'm not against getting back together eventually uh the, eventually is going to be said a lot during this topic because again we're stressing we're not running back to the table yet it's not time yeah. um because like I'll, I'll just share up. Like, I, everybody in that group has got to be vaccinated. And it's got to be two weeks after the second shot. Like, for me, that's it. If if everyone is it, it's like, all right, well, we'll keep playing on Discord till then. <laughs> yeah, that's valid. I mean, that's pretty much what my friends have set up. We, thankfully, a lot of us, actually, a th- half of us work in healthcare. And so <laughs> we, uh, a lot of us have already been vaccinated and then the other half are also just, they just now got their first shot too. So yeah. it's like, we're nearly there. We actually have like talked with each other and saying, I think we can probably think about getting back together. Mm. <laughs> and it's just yeah. a matter of just feeling the table and seeing how people want to want to do things because yeah. uh, I was telling you last week about how I, I was just making my way through Costco <laughs> right and mm-hmm. it wasn't until like I left and I was in the open air parking lot that I realized that I had been like heart racing holding breath and I'm like why was I so anxious it's, it's weird and I realized mm-hmm. oh it's because I'm surrounded by a lot of people yeah and, that's not a normal alley thing to be anxious about so it's like i figured oh that's probably a, a pandemic alley thing that caused that situation mm-hmm. so like the the anxieties around getting back not just because you're excited to see your friends oh yeah but i i, I want to put out there just for anyone listening it's okay to have anxieties to see your friends again absolutely fucking <laughs> 
so like, so hard agree a hundred percent it's okay we're still in the middle of a pandemic just a heads up uh mm-hmm. we're 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 for the u.s we're we're nearly there you know we could actually you could actually see something of a finish line you know yeah it's it's in some parts better than others but it's like it's okay to have that anxiety still and the number one thing is that if you are having that anxiety tell your friends tell your yes. the people you yes. play with it's it's so important to let them know because you don't want to feel like you're the one holding everyone back yeah and that will be felt <laughs> especially if everyone else is like oh yeah we're ready to go and you're like i'm not <laughs> uh, well and and here's the thing that i'll say like i know that playing D&D with your friends is great and everything like that. But like legitimately, if I was in that situation, I'd be like, all right, I'm just going to sit out for a few games. If you guys want to meet up, that's fine. My anxiety is not at the point that I can do that. And I'm and forcing yourself into that is probably going to make it a worse experience than and leave like a, a weird taste in your mouth about playing that game, that session than if you just weren't there. Yeah. Um, and I was going to say, like, if you don't have to sit it out like you can literally phone it in <laughs> you can be the only one that's not physically there you you too can be george clooney and batman and robin <laughs> <laughs> like uh, we've done that we had uh one of my players move away and mm-hmm. everyone else you know pre-pandemic was at the table except for them and yeah. so we for the first couple of like sessions because we didn't figure out we could do discord or anything this is before i had a discord server for my yeah. campaign like yeah. we figured out well what if we just call them and put them on speakerphone <laughs> and it worked it didn't yeah. work until we found the phone with the highest speaker but it worked <laughs> um we're we're gonna end up being uh doing something like that uh for the for the fifth edition game because uh my lovely wife tara uh is uh gonna she wants to run curse of strap mm-hmm and and you, you've heard your sister talk about it. she she's got the passion for it. she wants she wants to run that damn game and oh, we yeah. got the legendary set for Strahd, and we just pre-ordered the beetle and grim uh uh like uh the, the van richten guide like yeah. we 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 got the stuff and she's like i want to use the stuff and not just on webcam so two other players live here in san diego i don't know why it's so that i mean you know where i live i don't know it's the city whatever uh <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> unimportant, uh, but it's, you know, we're going to go over to one of their houses and set everything up there and then discord call in everyone else. Mm-hmm. So there's like three, pe- three or four people who aren't going to be there who are going to be on screen, but we're going to have like phone called in to put over the table. So they get the experience of the stuff too, but also there's people there for it. So it'll be, it'll, it'll be a, a little bit of a mix up, but it's, it's going to be fun. I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a matter of. Like we talked earlier about how if you're comfortable being that person, digital versus in person, Mm -hmm. to throw someone who's uncomfortable being online to being the only one that's online is, I'll just give a heads up, the worst feeling. Mm. (laughs) Because uh, it really kind of singles them out. And we've actually noticed that shifting to everyone being online was actually better than... Mm -hmm only one person being online weirdly enough (laughs) no that makes sense it really does because uh it felt like it's like imagine everyone's in a room and then one person's just a robot looking into the room (laughs) 
which is kind of what's happening. But um, I I, lo- I love that it's not even that they're outside of the room. They are a robot outside of the room. There's a lag in the communications, so you know. <laughs> but then, if everyone's robots and the robots are talking to each other, and then everyone gets to see that, then it it, it kind of matches up better. And that's just from personal experience. So if you're noticing yeah. that it's really tough for that one person, since they're they're not will, like they're not ready to get back in together yet, maybe try a few more sessions still digitally until they are more yeah. comfortable. Like I I will say that like there's a part of me that heavily prefers online, and but and and that's mainly just ease and convenience because it's like if we're playing on discord or whatever and i'm like i'm thirsty i will go get one of my Lacroix. i don't have to be like hey buddies okay if i have a coke or something like that like i don't like everybody's got their own stuff especially if i'm dming i have all my stuff here i never have that moment of like oh shit i forgot to bring this book because they're all here uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true like there, there, there's little things there's little things that like that that i i do enjoy about playing online versus in person but obviously the thing that i miss in person is the like just chit-chatting before the game or after the game or whatever and and you know just getting to hang out with people which is something we haven't done in over a year (laughs) yeah like uh we talked about it a few episodes ago where it's like having that post game like talk with your friends yeah just like getting that just clue in of how did you feel about that session it's so much easier to do that when everyone's physically there <laughs> yeah and i think it's mostly because people aren't like hey is our if we finish the session because i'm kind of tired and they're like yeah sure we can do that and you finish the session like all right good night and then they just blip off yeah yeah <laughs> and, and that's totally true because like uh, my group totally does that it was just like all right is everybody good for next week uh yeah we'll, we'll you know if anything comes up we'll let you know. all right everybody have a good night see you later bye mm-hmm. and then that's it and then you and wave to the empty camera, and that's you're done. <laughs> Do you see me waving? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, oh man, like really thinking about, like really just kind of going out and hanging out with people in general is going to be weird. But like, I think the thing that I'm worried about, and, and you know, I haven't talked about this on the show or really any of the shows except maybe Champion Psychology, but like this whole thing, like I've not gone out. Like I don't, I have Target bring me my stuff i do not go out i'm i'm so like tar and i are straight up just like yeah we're probably agoraphobic right now because of how much time we spent inside and how much you know stress and anxiety we've had about all of this and so i am worried that several of the first games we play out i am going to just be zoned out and fog-brained because of just constant anxiety about it and, yeah. and even though, even though, like, I've got my first shot, I'm getting my second, sh- uh, second shot, eh, second shot. I can say words soon. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm gonna be fine. My friends have gotten the shots too. They're gonna be fine. So it's, it's just, I don't know. It, 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 it I, it's something that like I've, we, we all have been thinking about for over a year now. And then to be in a different place than where you've been for the past year with the reminder of that because you haven't been there for the last year. Yeah. It's just going to constantly be on my head. Yeah. And it kind of makes me wonder, like you saying that if a few not related to your actual campaign, like sessions would be good to just kind of get back. Oh into the yeah. Of things 
like ones that have no consequence like oh it was a big boss battle and you weren't actually there because your head was stressed out that it told you to go to a happy place for a minute like, Gen- genuinely i i I'd, I'd almost say just do a board game night if you if y'all are into board games you should do a board game night just to kind of get back into being somewhere else with people and touching things other people have touched Oh god, that's gonna be the worst for me. You know it. You yeah. you you've seen me during this. I have fucking gloves on and stuff, like and it, they have their input as well. They they they're like, you know what? No, don't touch my stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you know, I I have been terrible. Like I I was I had germaphobic things before this, and it has skyrocketed through the stratosphere. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna I mean, be I weird. Think- like board game would definitely be the best introduction back into people and yeah being at another person's house and touching other people's things yeah yeah because especially like i'm in a workplace where before we can hand someone else a pen we spritz it with alcohol so it's like (laughs) wow yeah it's it's i mean working at a pharmacy but it's yeah it's it's gonna be a, a shift to your mindset, especially if you did put in all that effort to shift your mindset. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like obviously I'm, it's working. I haven't been sick in two knocking years. Knocking on that so. fucking wood. <laughs> knocking on yeah. that fucking wood. <laughs> like usually, I get sick like at least once or twice a year. When I was yeah. younger, I used to get sick a ton, and but because I'm like actively shifting my mindset towards being aware of these things it's yeah. like no it's paid off well, <laughs> uh, funny enough i i actually heard another good point to playing online is someone was saying like yeah no like i got a cold a couple months ago and i still showed up because i was like i was still up to it but normally i wouldn't have gone because i didn't want to get everybody else sick mm-hmm. but playing online I can be over here muting myself and, <laughs> and you know, that's the sound you make when you're cold, when you have a cold, yeah. um, and still being able to play, but you, you know, you can take care of yourself and not worry about infecting other people. Yeah. I think that's one of the, the positive outcomes of all this though, is that if someone is sick, hundred percent people can be like, Hey, is it all right if I just, like I said earlier, can, is it all right if I just phone it in so that way yeah. I can still be there? I'm just not up for like traveling right now. Yeah. And I think we were more prepared than before to be like, yeah, oh, we can yeah. set that up. <laughs> like like legitimately if it was like that's too difficult now. It's just like is Are you it sure? <laughs> you sure? Cuz we've done it for a year now. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Well, 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 here's one. This, this is this is this was not pre-discussed but like the this show like recording in person like honestly having two separate tracks and just being able to come out whenever like we're recording full disclosure we're recording this at 8 19 at night like <laughs> i yeah. wouldn't I, if it had gotten past six i'm like i don't don't drive out here don't we'll do another day yeah and i work till 5 30 so <laughs> yeah yeah so like almost doing this show uh, online despite living in the same place kind of became more convenient <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was really convenient when we lived together, but... <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, no, no. You had just moved out. We never actually recorded the show while we lived together. Because it was seriously like two months after you moved out, I was like, let's do a podcast. You're like, you couldn't have thought of this like six <laughs> months ago. That's right. <laughs> hey, I remember saying, I was like, I know you just moved away from here, but why don't you come back every week? <laughs> 
True, but I was working like literally a block away yeah. from your house, so yeah. it worked out still. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, like I there, there's there's weird things like that where it's like, like like I said, I've been having Target send me food and stuff like that and it is more expensive but now that i know i can do that it's gonna be real hard for you to be like let's put on the shoes and go down to the store (laughs) i know i know what you mean like when i first realized that they do curbside pickup where like oh i can just be in my car unlock the trunk and be like yeah just put them in there (laughs) that's it i don't even have to i don't even have to look at them i could just be like show the barcode I may or may not have bought the mic we're recording this on that way. <laughs> it's just nice. I cracked the window. I'm just like toss it in the trunk, man. <laughs> it's just it's so convenient, but also you yeah. still get to get out of the house a little bit, which is great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. No, I it's 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 those no, little I, things that's gonna be shifting back your perspective into 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 just interacting with others again. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like, like it's even wild to just think about, like, you know, we're, we're not going to be doing those bookstore games again. I mean, <laughs> that'd be wild if we did somehow. But, like, <laughs> even just the thought that it's still wild to me that I have a memory of being around that table with a bunch of strangers mm-hmm. and COVID being talked about. Granted, it was Corona then, but, like, it, like it's it's wild to to have that memory because that feels like it was so long ago but still being discussed what's currently going on yeah i remember telling people like nah sorry we're actually not doing that anymore and they're like oh why and it's like well i mean <laughs> people were asking that really oh yeah they didn't really understand i mean to be fair it didn't really impact a lot of people until like quarantine happened yeah like they didn't yeah. think about it that much Especially like if you're a parent and you're like you're in the middle of school and you're trying to get your kids figured out and then it's like you mean the one thing a week where my kids are like gone for three hours I it's gone now (laughs) (laughs) it's like yeah I get it (laughs) I am gonna be interested to hear though because like I you know a lot of people got into roll twenty especially this Mm -hmm. this past year if oh my god I remember seeing a stat where it's like roll twenty I saw an ad for roll twenty on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Like they've gotten such big numbers now, and they they their business hole is expanded like wild. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, I'm happy for them because that's what we needed as an RPG like community <laughs> was yeah. a fantastic, accessible online way to do things. So I'm glad yeah. a company got in on that. Yeah, and, but like it's gonna be interesting to me if like there are DMs. It's like, listen, I preferred. DMing this way, and I, 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 I know our Pathfinder DM is cackling right now because I know she does not feel that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because a, a freaking gremlin sneaks into our freaking roll twenty at least once a session. Um, but I, I know that there are people out there. I know I've talked to some people who are like, I never, I never would have known about this website or used it if it weren't for this, and now I love using it. Yeah. So that, that it's going to be really interesting to see like how things transition back uh, or even if they do. Yeah, it's I, I mean, we definitely have learned a lot from using a lot of digital tools. Like I know I'm going to be, uh, you know, I was going to try to think about what I'd miss. And like I mentioned before, I struggle with online and I, I'm, 
I'm fine. <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Let's I honestly go. sat there and was like, oh, I'm going to have something to say by the time I finish this sentence. And I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I went in there confident and realized, nope, don't have it. That's, that's, that is my constant state of being. I'm going to have something to, to, to a point at the end of this. Nope, nope, nope. It was a dead end. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's, it's going to be wild, but... Uh, I mean, it's it's gonna happen. It's gonna it's gonna be nice one way or another. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I, I I just hope you listener, you know, if you are the person that's gonna have anxiety, I hope your group understands because I can totally see it where there's gonna be groups who are like, oh come on, just do it. And if if you have anxiety about it, stick to your guns. Don't do it. Don't put a stress on your mental health after the freaking time that we've already had. Mm-hmm. You don't need that as your touchstone of getting reintroduced into society. <laughs> and like we've talked about like safety tools before, introduce this to your toolbook. Like yeah. Ask oh wow. Before wow. each game like how are we feeling this week? How is our anxiety levels regarding meeting with people, especially with those that work on a like a very just people basis yeah <laughs> ask them how are you doing um yeah wow no that's a really good idea because that will fluctuate and some days it'll be good and some days it will be bad and some mm-hmm. days people just won't want to see anybody yeah I, I i do i actually think another thing you could do is like add into the like hey is this okay is this okay is like plague stuff like I, I this is gonna be spoilers and i don't care do not run curse of uh curse of the crimson throne <laughs> anytime soon for your group please don't <laughs> yeah that kind of that was wild to me yeah all of us were like uh quarantine cool great let's quarantine too <laughs> like literally the session the first session we played on discord a quarantine happened in game like we were even having it where like the this plague thing was starting up and rumoring through the city during the start of COVID, and we're like, this is hitting a little too close right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like people have lost loved ones, and yeah. the concept of sickness and just a pandemic in general can hit home, and you wouldn't necessarily know that right off the bat unless you're close to that someone, or even yeah. if you are close they handle their own grief in their own ways. So yeah. that's a brilliant point. Definitely add that into the list of things to ask. Is this okay to talk about? Cause there's going to be so many things I can just imagine talking about like, Oh, how to, you know, cause movies do this. It's like, Oh, yeah. well, you know, there was this whole thing. So let's make a movie about it now. Do you freaking remember that trailer that came out? Like, mid last year where they're like we're oh doing we're, it's, covid's mutated three times or that movie never came out because it got freaking trashed <laughs> yeah uh yeah please don't monetize people's grief yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's like there this is such a real thing and it's become quite a yeah. new level of horror that is now beyond just sci-fi of like yeah. oh post-apocalyptic oh there was like this disease that wiped out half of human life it's like maybe hold off maybe on that right theme now. right now yeah 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 um oh my god i had another point oh oh yeah but uh, like i said the, the the person with anxiety stick to your guns but also please people don't if, if I, I i know there's people out there who have been like real 
relax through all this i envy the shit out of you because that was not me um and as someone like that i'm begging you if you have a friend or a player or a dm or anyone that is like i'm still have anxiety about this i'm not comfortable meeting just accept that and move on because it's it's literally just making you feel the, the person feel guilty about their own anxiety that they cannot control yeah no that's a great yeah. point don't don't do that um, well, now, now that, now that we had that real talk, <laughs> <laughs> you want, you want to move over to a fun topic? Or you got any, got any last thoughts on that? Um, yeah, just listen to your players, listen to your friends, talk to them about this. Um, yeah. adjust your, your toolkits and both physically of how you run the game and your safety toolkits and, you know, just adjust accordingly, adapt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What oh god, was the bear girls want to tap to the survivors of I can't remember what it is. <laughs> um but yeah, uh our second topic is uh a, a fun one that I I, I realized we've never really done, which is campaigns we've always wanted to do but never got to. And I don't know how I'm gonna word that in the episode title that isn't a whole sentence, but we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, you already know what it is. Um the games but, yeah, we want to so, do. Like, <laughs> yeah, the ga- the games we want to do. <laughs> so, I mean, I know both of us. We have plenty of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about them. What what what's one What's one that you got on there? So, uh, <laughs> I could talk about all the modules that I haven't ran because spoiler, it's literally all of them except for <laughs> Strahd and Storm King's Thunder. Um, but mm-hmm. but. Uh, the ones that aren't books already, I would probably say I, I've had two ideas for, for campaigns. One of them, the number one campaign that I want to do is a Greek-based one. And I kind of... I, I have a similar one. <laughs> it was honestly like in November of 2019 when I had the idea. And I actually had a text group and I, I talked to a few people and I'm like, hey, how would you feel about making like this all-girl group of just doing greek stories and like going through the greek monsters and just kind of like the the uncaged anthology because i bought all Mm -hmm. the books and like i Mm -hmm. was ready and everyone was down and then you know 2020 happened and uh, the previous topic happened (laughs) yeah and so it never kind of went through but i've i've slightly gone into that like every chance that i can of like well, what if we do like a little minor, uh, you know, Hercules one shot? What if we do <laughs> like I keep I keep trying to sprinkle it in there for my own sake, because I my, my head just tells me that you can't stop until you do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, if there's one that I will always want to do, but haven't had the chance, it's it's definitely a Greek flavored campaign. Yeah. Like the I, whole I, nine yards, the the demigods, the 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 Zeus coming down like a swan, saying, "I want to fuck her." Like all, of that. <laughs> <laughs> like every bit of Greek mythology, and then like just calling Apollo an asshole, just Hermes being adorable, everything, every single bit. I want to have interaction with the gods because that's what the Greeks were. That's what Greek mythology is about. <laughs> oh my god, that nearly killed me. I'm coming down as a swan. I want to fuck her. <laughs> Like, that's, uh, you know, completely in character for Zeus, but... Yeah, I know it is. It's still... That just really killed me. <laughs> like, I, I want to do the whole thing. And and it's it's just there. It's right there. Not in the back of my mind. It's around the front. It's always there. Yeah. 
that's probably the number one thing that I've always wanted to do. <laughs> I, I I think I think the number one for me because you know we're gonna have several here, otherwise we wouldn't have done a topic because I only filled like four minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, um, is is very similar, um, and it's one that both uh, Tar and I have really wanted to do for a really long time, and it's uh, the the idea got sparked from the Dwayne the Rock fucking Johnson Hercules movie, yes. <laughs> which by the way, if you haven't seen. Mwah, chef's kiss so fucking good ian mcshane <laughs> are you kidding me oh my god um but the the this is spoilers for the first literal five minutes of the film um it, the, the whole premise of it was is that dwayne the rock johnson is is hercules but he's not he's not super powered like he's not you know he's not a, a captain america or any crap like that like he's just a dude but his party that he travels with hides in the shadows and makes it look like he he is <laughs> and i and both of us were like that is such a freaking cool idea for a D campaign and the biggest problem that we that you can very obviously see in it is it is very obviously spotlighting one player because we yeah. do want a player to be that character because otherwise having it as an NPC controlled by the DM is just, I mean, they may as well be a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they could just do whatever the hell they want. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's why we'd have to find the right group for it who can role play and who is told this premise well ahead of time and builds a character with that premise in mind. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, setting it in like a Theros, like, uh, setting or something like that just oh my god so freaking cool yeah I, I would love to do something like that and and see what the players do because like you know players already do shenanigans like that where they're like oh we're gonna make this one player look like they're a noble and you know i'll, I'll be their bodyguard or something and it's like that's just what we're gonna do though yeah just the whole time. all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah, that that's I remember you telling me that like God, three, four years ago. <laughs> it's been a it's been a bit. It's been yeah. a bit. And that idea has always been fun to me because like we we've my group has kind of entertained the idea of like doing a similar concept like that. Uh my buddy Marcos wanted to run uh not necessarily D and D, but it was some sort of uh tabletop game. It was based around the doctor. He was like I don't know if anyone can be the doctor, but yeah. it's like I don't I don't wanna there, I don't wanna be the doctor. <laughs> there there is a, there is an actual tabletop RPG for Doctor Who and I, I've never gotten a chance to read it, but I've just had in my mind I'm like the doctor cannot be a player. Like yeah. it ju they just cannot be. Yeah. You would have to be a companion. Yeah, and that's like the wild thing. It's like being able to yeah. run a game like that it takes a whole different kind of mindset <laughs> yeah and but but doing it with this this hercules style and making sure that one of the players is that one and everybody is on board with it and okay with it and that player let alone is okay with being the spotlit one who's gonna need to have the charisma score up the wazoo because they're the ones doing all the intimidating and persuading and stuff like that like it, it it's it's wild because it's taking the face and making them a tank <laughs> and I think that's the thing that really gets me excited about it is that it, it mixes up roles so much more differently than what a normal party would do because like you would need a wizard with stealth. Mm -hmm. You would need all of these, these people who can do these sleight of hand things, all of these things so that, cause you'd basically have to make deception checks 
on everything you do so that no one else saw you do them. Yeah. I can it's, just it's, imagine an illusionist wizard. <laughs> just, oh, I know. That would be so good. <laughs> it'd be so it'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, what 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 what's another one that you got? Um I kind of <laughs> I kind of wanted to do the Ravnica campaign. Where, oh, the one that we the one that we started, or a different one? Yeah, the one that you guys just just dipped your toes into. <laughs> <laughs> the the I think it went what was it? Four sessions, and we we didn't kill a single thing. Yeah, had like at least eight combats. Yeah, not a single one. And hilariously, that that is still the only campaign where I have worked out in my mind a beginning, middle, and an end. Oh damn! Yeah, we yeah that's that that's got to be one of those getting back <laughs> to the table sort of thing because mm-hmm. I would love doing that. Like I even I I run a weekly Neverwinter campaign that has been going on for like four years. I don't know exactly how it's going to end, but that mm-hmm. Ravnica one, I have yeah. a good idea. <laughs> I love that. You know, and it's oh my god, that's right. I had a Minotaur paladin. Who I, uh, funny enough, channeled mm-hmm. the rock and scared the shit out of two goblins by going, shut the fuck up or your head's going up his ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And every single character had something about them that was just fantastic and easy to run with. Like mm-hmm. Minotaur, he was very much a military man. However, some point down the line, he pissed off an angel. <laughs> yeah. You know? I got a mini of her now, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like Spencer's character was this amazing Golgari like druid, but his own rival was his own ally, and that was his mother. Yes, <laughs> who was a higher echelon in the in the guild, like thinking, "Oh, it's you." He's a he's a circle of spores, right? Yeah, yeah, shit was nasty. Mm-hmm. And then Tara's character just had like so many cool things about her that you guys didn't oh, even get God. into. <laughs> Yeah, what what was because she, she's Demir, mm-hmm. but what what was what was the guild that she was saying Selesnia. she was Selesnia, That's right, mm-hmm. that's right. Because when uh, uh, Magic was doing those box sets for the guild, and I bought her both Demir and Selesnia <laughs> so yeah. that she could like hide which button she had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it was it was great, and it, yeah, yeah, like Ravnica you said, so much fun. You guys didn't kill a single person. Not even yeah. Cranko. Like Nope. <laughs> Fucking Cranko. And and you got an ally in the Izzet Guild immediately. And it's like it, that campaign was set itself up so everything just fell into place so easily. It it was that was one of those that was just wild how fast everyone started role playing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean like you know, we 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 play in a lot of games and everything like that. And you know, we I'm not saying it, uh, anyone else is bad or anything like we could play a different campaign and the four of us could take forever to get into role playing <laughs> but it was just one of those where it just clicked right away mm-hmm. and sometimes you get those and like that was even the setting where I just I just knew things and mm-hmm. I trusted myself that if I didn't know things I could just make it up Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I was in that comfy spot of a, being a DM and knowing that I can just make shit up and just be okay with that even though there's this whole setting book, I could ignore it if I want mm-hmm. <laughs> and just decide what, Ra- what Ravnica means to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that oh, that yeah. one really hit home for me because it, like you, like we said, it, it was the most just easiest to click into and I, I had an idea for what I actually wanted to do with the campaign. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
my my next one it, it it's it is not fully formed it, it is a half-baked idea but it's a half-baked idea that has come to the surface so many times and be like <laughs> come on come on find a way mm-hmm. find a way mm-hmm. and i don't i don't even know why because personally when i say it out loud i'm like i don't think that would work but i want to try it i want to i want to make a D game that's castlevania Oh. Like, like you know, we did, we did. The, there's Strahd and everything like that, and that to me is a very different type of game because it's very much like you know the struggle against this overwhelming evil. But Castlevania is like, I'm gonna bust in there with my whip chain. I'm gonna kick your ass. Like it's <laughs> no one's just like, oh no, are we going to be able to do that? Like just somebody's chucking crosses. Like they are not fucking <laughs> around. <laughs> Yeah, and, I mean, like, the difference would be, like, Strahd is a mystery game through and through. Yes! Right? That game would be more like a dungeon diver. Like, you go in there. It was 100% be a dungeon crawl. Mm-hmm. And and I think that is is where the brakes get pushed for me. Because I don't do dungeon crawls well. Mm-hmm. Um, which is ironic, considering one of my favorite pastimes is literally drawing dungeons. <laughs> um, but, like, dungeon crawls in practice for me always end up being very just you know like i'm still describing stuff and everything but it's like this fourth room combat yep just yep okay cool yeah you killed all right cool then next room and so i i i need to find what would inspire me as the and my dm style to do a type of castlevania because i do i feel mm -hmm. like you would need to be able to tell the story through the rooms yeah almost like yeah. a video game how it's like oh mm-hmm. you got nothing to go off of here except just start looking in some drawers and you find some yeah. things i feel like in order for you like you as trevor to run that i think you would need to make the, the rooms into a story well and like like you know me who always always has the thoughts of taking things further than they need to go uh wants to find a way where it's literally like that door won't open uh it has a magic field around it it has the shape of a spade mm-hmm. magically imposed on and like get some of that you know metroidvania resident evil kind of shit in there where it's like you got to go find the thing to get to the next area like yeah it, it's it's one of those that like I I want to I want to run I want it to be more than a one shot but I don't want it to be a full campaign because I feel like it would overstay its welcome as a full campaign. Yeah. But yeah, I totally I want I want them to go fight Dracula. I want Death to show up and steal all their powers. Like I just <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean I, like honestly, I I kind of 100% get that because when we were just scrolling Netflix the other night, we saw the the, the next season oh of Castlevania is coming I, up. Spencer and I immediately were like, oh my god, I can't wait. And we're like, I, I, I watched the first season of that show and and nearly cried when, when Alucard showed up. Yeah. And like and when they're like, okay, we're doing more of this, and I saw season two was up and I saw it was still a small amount of episodes, I'm like, I have to wait until this show's done. I've I've literally not watched past season two, <gasps> episode one, because I'm waiting to just binge the whole thing. Dude, so And this I... is the last season, and I'm like, I'm fucking in. <laughs> I didn't watch I didn't play Castlevania at all, like oh, in my life. Gosh. But watching season two made me cry. Like I cried during bits of that show. And know. also I got, I, all the I got lady Trevor vampires. Dracula up here. All the lady vampires. The yeah. lady vampires. I am Lit- just giving that mm, chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they are good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
but uh but yeah no it, like i and i don't even think that i would want to do a campaign style like that like it would if they traveled anywhere it would be to more dungeons because i want i want to try and get the game feel more than the netflix show feel because the netflix show feel very much has a dnd campaign feel to it where yeah. it's like this is a group of people who are trying to save the world and they you know have to get these things in order to, it, it's got a very dnd feel to it and so this is me more of wanting trying to get the game into dnd mm-hmm. let's show more game i get that yeah yeah and mm-hmm. and like what's funny is i've i i tried it out once <laughs> And you all motherfuckers skipped it. <laughs> what? <laughs> when when uh, the 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 Abbey of Saint Markovia, <gasps> we I, dug under. <laughs> you dug under the gate. I didn't realize was there, oh, and no. skipped the entire Castlevania dungeon crawl that I wrote up. <laughs> and I was like, "That's got to be a sign. That's got to be a sign that it doesn't work." <laughs> I just. <laughs> That yeah. explains your look, because when Spencer was like, "Oh, I have mold earth," <laughs> and you just kind of looked like, at him like, "Son of a bitch, you do." <laughs> it's like, of course you do. He's You're like, "Yeah, I'm a transportation wizard. wizard. Why would you?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and hey, damn, that, that's one of those times where I very much exercise. Do not get upset at all of the time that I uh, wrote stuff going to waste. Yep. But hey, I mean, in the end, it doesn't have to go to waste because you still have that written down somewhere, right? It's true. Maybe. Uh, (laughs) Yes, in sticky notes in that book. Hey, see, there you go. Hey. He needs it again later. (laughs) Shit, where the hell did that book go? (laughs) (laughs) Not that I don't have two other copies of it around (laughs) in the form of box sets, but still. Um, what, what, You got got any other campaigns that that you've ever eyed? Yeah. uh, (laughs) It's one of those ideas where it's like, I I look to my friends, I'm like, hey, how about we all just do this? And they're all like, Mm, I don't really want to do that. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I just kind of like slink back into my thoughts. But Battle of the Bands, <laughs> your oh, entire what? party is some flavor of bard. Just it can be any kind of bard, but just at least one level. <laughs> <laughs> and your entire purpose is to just go to a Battle of the Bands that's on the other side of the country. So, so so like just straight up play the campaign of Guitar Hero One. Yeah, but in D and D. But in D and D, and as you go forward, you meet up with more people that are also part of ba- Battle of the Bands, and you have to literally fight them. And also, you could even get some like Scott Pilgrim shit in there. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> and, and like, and also, you're just trying to find a room for the night, but the town's like, "Help, help! We need someone to take care of these people." And you're like, "I'm just here." Okay, what do you need? You know, it's like you're just there for the music, but they're they're bothering you to adventure, and so <laughs> it's like I love that so much. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that's one of those ideas where I'm like, but that's that's coming from my heart where I love bards to the most extent. God, you know what fun you could have with that too that I just thought of because mm-hmm. I was I was sitting here, you, you know me, I hear it, I, I got that ADHD hyper focus. You give me a cool idea, I'm gonna focus on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like straight up do because I was like, how do you do the bit the 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 battle of the band part mm-hmm. and literally pull a sucker punch. Mm-hmm. where when they're doing the music it goes into a fight scene yep <laughs> and like the the enemies on the fields are the notes 
And so they got to hit the notes right in order. Oh, yeah, that could be fun. That could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, damn, that's cool. Yeah. See, it's like there, there's a lot of thought and heart that went into that that concept. But I was the only one, apparently, of my friends that loves bars that much. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm I'm here. You let me know. I'll, you get get the group together. I'll be there. Get the band <laughs> that together. Awesome as, get the band together. That sounds yeah. awesome as shit. And and like funny enough, um, <laughs> over this course of quarantine, um, I've actually taken a step back from running because I had school and work and all yeah. that good stuff. And so they've actually been running a series of like single like we do a session, we level up. We do a session, we level up. And guess what? Everyone's uh, classes. Warlocks. Oh God. Everyone's a warlock of some flavor. And <laughs> I love it. Spencer's running it and he's just like, Oh God, they don't have any way to heal. <laughs> it's like, Oh, nobody took celestial. Cause no. damn, that is a, that is a healing powerhouse. They did not. And then I'm oh here like, God. can I play in a session? And Spencer's like, sure. And then I make a warlock ranger and I'm like, ha, still no heals. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just like, it was, <laughs> it is fun playing an all one class campaign together. Yeah. I think, I think I'm actually going to sneak that in too, is that like, that's another thing I'd love to do is to do a all one class kind of game, because I think that would be a lot of fun, especially Bard. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I've, I've said it before. I personally believe that Bard is one of the most versatile classes that you can pick between like just choosing what flavor of like style you want to pick whether it be more martial more spells more like mm -hmm. charisma based like you can you can do any of the the four main classes in 4e right as a bard mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> you know so it's like that that's what i love about being a bard but now that we've reached a point in 5e where they have they're pretty much covering all those bases with every single class i feel like you could all play the same class and be totally different Mm -hmm. Like maybe not like four years ago when the game kind of first started rolling out, but especially now when they just yeah. even release Tasha's like you can both be a fighter and be totally different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, 100 percent, 100 percent. But yeah, the, the, the Battle of the Bands, that was <laughs> that one, which <laughs> uh, I, I've mentioned before that I've kind of like used music as as a way to, to think of like ideas for D&D. So uh, the song from 90s Cartoon Network uh, by Payne, I'm with you. written for Jabberjaw, yeah, um, came on my phone. It was on shuffle, and I'm like, oh, this is a fun one. And for some reason, when he said, like, singing into my, my mic, my special underwater mic, I'm like, oh, wait, what if, hang on. What if <laughs> there's a whole party of four people who are just bards, literally pretty much the Hercules campaign, except instead of it being Hercules, it's Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw. And like it's four bards just playing it up, making one Triton who's like shark form, just yes! the best he could be. <laughs> oh my God. I love that so much. And I'm like, that's just fun in my head and it would never happen in real life. <laughs> that's so good. That's so good. Oh mm -hmm. man, my 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 next one is 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 semi connected to that in a way. B and you actually even said the inciting line about it, getting the band back together. Yeah. <laughs> and and a campaign that I've had in my head for a while that I thought would be really cool that I'm probably never gonna get to run is essentially 
get players together around the table um and uh ha- and make make some characters who are probably about mm, 7th level between 5 and 10 I think mm-hmm. and essentially they're old they already did the thing they already did the thing that made them heroes and then something happened that split them up and they're all living just different lives now one like a shopkeeper or a farmer or something and the things coming back and they have to get back together because they're the only ones who can stop it. Ah, <laughs> like it would it would be a massively heavy role play uh, game, but it's one of those that I'm like, like I could obviously sit down and, and write that book. In fact, there there is one. Um, uh, God, what's it called? Oh, that's gonna bug me. There's there's literally a fantasy book, Wild Boys. That's oh. what it's called. Uh, and there's a se- so the the first one is called got to get the, uh, the there's the tagline got to get the band back together because it is these heroes getting back together to fight an evil and then there's a sequel where their wives get together <laughs> and it is oh my fucking god uh, I I I I need to get those See, um, I low key thought you were gonna say Scooby Doo Zombie Island but that's just my head <laughs> <laughs> but no it, it's uh it, it's one that it would be. Like I said, I could I could write that book. There is that book, but it's one of those that I think would have such an interesting possibility for player interaction that it, it sparks my interest more there than it does for me to sit down and write these characters mm-hmm. uh, to see what kind of like drama they come up with because that's kind of the that's kind of the the experimental part of it is they have to come up with their drama beforehand. See, like that's where that gets to that one level two ahead of my level of RPing ability. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause like, yeah. I, I love it when people say like, Oh yeah, we've known each other for years and I'm just over here like looking at them saying, okay, so you're <laughs> going to come up with all the inside jokes. Cause I ain't got a man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like, um, there, there would, I actually, the, um, I, I don't know if you've ever read, uh, the RPG blades in the dark, which is getting like this huge resurgence on Twitter. And I'm really mm. happy to see it going. Cause I, I, I have the book. I've read it several times. So I've never gotten to play the damn thing, <laughs> but there's a concept in it where, um, when you do a heist, because it's very much based off of thievery and heist and stuff like that, that when you do it, you don't plan it. You set the DM sets up the situation and the players go into it and, when they get to a part that they want to, like, let's say there's a locked door. Someone's like, I have the key. How do you have the key? Flashback. And you go back and you play out how they got the key and see what threats that rose from doing that. Oh, geez. So doing something <laughs> like that with it where, you know, you're worried about like, oh, are you going to come up with all these things? We could do that by like someone saying, well, you know, th- we already know this information because that one time, and then you flash back and play it and see what actually happened with it. So yeah. I, th- I think there could be some fun things with it, but it's definitely very, like, high concept, high role play. I think people would be tired by the third session sort of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, d- to be honest, I've gotten halfway to that concept with you DMing, because... I played as Gwendolyn Joyce and we took down mm-hmm. Tiamat and that was a yeah. fantastic thing. And then you're like, Hey, you want to play with my group of four E players that <laughs> need to finish oh, off their yeah, campaign? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And you're like, you want to play Gwen? I'm like, hell yeah. And so I come back 
And who do you think is the fucking problem? It's Tiamat again. And Gwenda's like, I've dealt with this. Oh, God, (laughs) the problem is back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She had to, like, go face this threat again. But she had to do it with all new people. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, I kind of, I got half of that scenario. And I understand the cool feeling of, well, this whole big thing is back up again. We got to deal with it because it's like, it's almost Mm -hmm. your responsibility. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it, it's 100%. that it's that Dark Souls like Ashen one. Like, hey, you guys, you you took care of the problem before. It's your duty to do it again. <laughs> it's that concept, and it's that was actually yeah. a lot of fun to do. Yeah, no, I, I, that's the one that I'm just like probably never gonna see it, but it's one that just keeps floating around in my head from time to time. And I'm like, get the band back together. Like every no joke, every time I hear get the band back together, that campaign pops up a little bit, just grazes the surface a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is there any books in particular that you just want to run, but you just can't seem to find the right time? Oh, written books. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me uh, turn my. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? I have to just here. turn around too. <laughs> um, let's see. Like, I think, I think the only ones I haven't run now are Out of the Abyss and Icewind Dale. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of really 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 want to run Icewind Dale oh, and I kind of really 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 only want to run half of Out of the Abyss <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I feel that <laughs> like like Icewind I yeah yeah I the Rhyme of the Frostmane's got a lot of stuff in it that um that definitely perks my interest and I think I could do a good a good chunk of it, which is I funny saying that because it's got the chunky boy in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it, it's it's one that I'm like I could run that in about six months, maybe like maybe less, um, because I can see a lot of stuff in there that is optional that the players might not even see, getting to the direct thing and whatnot. So it, it's it's one of those that I that appeals to the way that I run games. Out of the abyss is, is rough. I just want to play it to have an excuse to buy that Demogorgon figure. That's all I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it is one of the, I think it's like the third campaign that they released. I mean, if you're not counting that Tyranny of Dragons was two. Because it was Tyranny and then it was like the, the elemental one. Oh, right? oh yeah, Prince of the, oh shit, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I technically ran Prince of the Yeah, you technically did. <laughs> technically. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm actually going to to check right now to make sure that I'm not losing my mind and that that's all of the ones that there are. Oh, my God, there's so many adventures. Good Lord. <laughs> uh, Descent. I, I mean, like, there's uh, there's Candlekeep Mysteries and, and Tales of the Awning Portal, but that's different. Yeah, those are just Salt adventures Marsh, yeah. and not necessarily campaigns. Yeah. Um. I don't have a calling to play Mad Mage's Dungeon. It's cool. I'm glad I have it. It's interesting to look at, but I don't think I would ever actually run it. Because again, it's all dungeon crawling. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to have in your toolbox because you could genuinely pull out of that. (laughs) Yeah. And just like, well, I like this room and setup. I'm going to put this here. Yeah. But uh, but what about you? Because you even said that you've only run like two of them. Yeah. And I I realized that was a mistake because I've actually ran. uh, the larger part of Tomb of Annihilation, except for well, oh, yeah, the yeah, tomb yeah. itself. <laughs> we literally got all the way up to there, and then we had to stop. But um, yeah, it's it's 
probably Icewind Dale is probably the top one that I would want to oh, play. Yeah. yeah, as far as adventures go, because I got to to run just that beginning bit with some players, and I'm like, that was really mm-hmm. nice. That was fun. Yeah, like the the power level is kind of high, but I mean, experienced DM, experienced players, so we ran it well. Um, yeah, I didn't expect from my one of my players to be able to speak to animals and neither did she. So it kind of worked out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like that kind of like play and, and high stakes kind of game was, was, was fun on a different level that I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and like looking back, like Baldur's gate, literally looking back. <laughs> yeah. Baldur's gate. It's, it's, it's one of those campaigns that I do want to run eventually, but I feel like in order for it to, to fit my style, I would need to change quite a bit. And that in itself is not my style to change things. So legitimately, like, I think that is a great campaign post Baldur's Gate. Mm -hmm. Um, The Baldur's Gate stuff in there is really cool and can be great for a type of campaign. I personally find it completely disjointed and not at all a prepping for what the rest of the campaign is. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, I think your group would have fun as hell in Avernus. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they would too. Cause like we've ran, uh, God, what was that venture module called with the, the heists, the hellbound heists? Like I ran, yeah, 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 yeah. I ran five of them with, uh, Taylor and Spencer <laughs> And Robert and like they had such a fun time and they were like level 20 by the time they were like on the train and it was like it was a good game just to blow through and they're like wow Avernus was kind of fun and I'm like yeah it kind of was wasn't it <laughs> mm-hmm. and so it's like it's really like that one as far as like the concept yeah I, I really just need to sit down eventually and just look through the book because I have all these pretty books but I have yet to look through them all <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like you, you, you know me. I've even said on the show when I get when I get a new D and D book, I thumb through it. Like I did that with Candlekeep Mysteries, where I just went page by page and looking at the maps and and mm-hmm. the stuff like that. I could tell which ones were ones that I would gravitate to to play and whatnot. And I do that with with all the campaign books. Like, oh my god, when when uh, Frostman came out and I finally got my hands on that book, like I just sat there just going through every single page. Oh, and now, yeah, you know, because of Champions of Lore, like you know, we've done so many episodes with uh stuff from that campaign. I've had to dive back into that book and read stuff and go, oh shit, this is really freaking cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Now that that's definitely one that I I will get around to my table at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm yeah, trying to I, think it like I, I was like it's... I. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I, I literally have a huge just blanket map of Waterdeep in front of me, but just even having my players in Waterdeep from the Neverwinter campaign, it's kind of put me off of, like, the idea of doing an urban campaign like that. Because, mm. <laughs> like, for me in my head and how I run things, it's, like, it's almost too much micro-detailing. Yeah. And, like, the thought of having that much detail to it, it's, like, ooh, Well, I don't also, know it... It's a lot easier, personally, in my opinion, when they're lower level. Yeah. Like, when they're not level, what are they, 15, 16? Uh, 17? Jesus Christ. <laughs> this character yeah, no. sheet's somewhere around here. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, they're glowing with magical energy wherever they go. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. yeah, I I personally think the urban ones are better for lower level. Yeah. See, what's, what's bugging me right now is that, like, I feel like I feel like there's one of those, like, ones that I've always wanted to run 
that I'm not thinking about right now because I'm not hyper-focused on it, and it's bugging the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't remember what it is. But we, 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 I mean, we talked about some good ones there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the, the, the last thing I'm going to put on it is that, like, uh, there are t- actually two free-written campaigns that I would run again. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, I take that back. There's four. <laughs> I would 100% run Curse of Strahd again, Tomb of Annihilation, Tyranny of Dragons, and uh, Dragon Heist. I would run those four again in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like, now... If, well, heartbeat of if I had the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, now that I know and that I've gone through Storm King's Thunder, I could run that one so much better. Like, <laughs> there's an idea and a concept of running things a second time. And, like, I've talked with... Uh, Ben about that too and he's like oh how did you handle doing this because I didn't realize until the fourth time I ran it with a group that it should be done this way and I'm like first of all you've done this four times second of all yeah yeah that's a great point (laughs) well yeah that's the interesting thing like I've run uh the beginning of the starter kit uh Mm -hmm. Lost Minds of Fendelver seven times wow (laughs) and yeah no like like I I can legitimately run that I can run from the start of like the very beginning to them getting to Fandolin without a book. I just, I just need, I need some stats on D and D beyond and I can run the whole thing without a book. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, no running things over and over again really does. It, it, it see, it lets you see where the important things are and, and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I'll never get to that with any of those campaigns because <laughs> I just don't do that sort of stuff, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I would definitely run Storm King's Thunder again if I had the chance. That would be so mm. cool. Just setting that. up things, choosing the right, quote, random encounters to <laughs> foreshadow things. And it, it would just be, it would be great to do that one again. Yeah. Um, well, I, I that that's all I got for stuff that uh, I haven't gotten to run. How about you? Same. Yeah, I, I've oh. talked my heart out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I uh, I think that is a good place to to stop for this week. Um, if you enjoyed the show, uh, best way to support us, as usual, is by leaving a review on your podcast service of choice and telling your friends about it and, you know, leaving those five-star reviews, too, because that really does help us out. Uh, you can keep up to date on the show by following us on Twitter at Difficulty Class. I'm not even going to mention Instagram. It doesn't even matter anymore. Um, you can do. <laughs> Uh, you can follow me uh, on Instagram, or uh, not on Instagram. I mean, I guess you can, but you can follow me <laughs> on Twitter at the Trevor. There is an A hiding in there. And you can follow Allie. What, what's your Twitter again? Yeah, Alliebug321 and at Rumi Romers, too. <laughs> yes, yes. You, you can you find that on her page and uh, at the Rumi Romers page. And you can find all the other shows that I do because there's too many of them on my Twitter account. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you have any suggestions for topics, you got questions, you got uh, you know encounters that you ran that you want us to talk about or something like that, you can send those into difficultyclass at gmail.com and we would love to talk about them. But until next week, have a good game. Mm-hmm.